So, ang tanong natin is, what is joy? What comes to your mind when you hear the, when you hear the word joy? When we consider Paul's suffering, come to think of it. He's uh, without fault, but he was in prison. And then, uh, imagine the discomfort that he has. Hindi kagaya ng prison noon, yung mga prison na meron tayo ngayon. Um, mas matindi noon. Grabe. Imagine the discomfort. Imagine the, the pain that he probably had experienced. And also, come to think of it, he, he is also without assurance that he will continue to live. There's an impending death sentence. Hindi alam. Baka patayin na siya the next day. But despite all of this, he was able to write um, Philippians, which is considered to be an epistle of joy. And um, it, it is said that when, when you study uh, the book of Philippians, depending on the translation that you will use, the word joy or rejoice is mentioned 16 times. And sa Bible, pag ulit-ulit, ibig sabihin, ito yung tema. Uh, dito umiikot yung letter. And one part of the purpose of um, Paul's letter to the Philippians is to encourage them because Philippi is actually a Roman colony. So imagine, Krisyano ka na namuhay ka sa panahon na yun. Napapalibutan ka ng mga citizens of Rome who declares that Caesar is Lord. Pero ito ka Krisyano at namumuhay ka doon and ang pinaniniwalaan mo, Jesus is Lord. Imagine how difficult, how challenging how scary it could be. And that's why Paul is encouraging them to live beyond the circumstance by finding joy in Christ. And Paul is also thanking them for their unending support for the gospel. So ito, again, yung tanong din natin dito, considering his lockdown situation, why is Paul so full of joy despite the suffering that he is facing? Bakit nag-uumapaw? And out of the overflow, of that joy in him, he was able to share that joy to the Philippian church and to many more people. So what is joy really? Um, some would equate joy with extreme happiness, pero that's not true. Happiness, happiness is not the same as joy. Happiness is not the same as joy. So let's try to compare happiness and joy. When we say happiness, it is external. It depends on the circumstance. It depends on the situation. It depends on the happenings. So happy ka kapag nangyari tong sitwasyon na inaasahan mo. Maybe you are preparing for a birthday party or an event. Or maybe you are expecting a graduation celebration. Eh nangyari. Kaya happy ka. But joy on the other hand is not dependent on the externals. It's not dependent on the circumstance or on the happening. Joy on the other hand, is something that is internal. Um, when you study Galatians chapter 5, it's said there that joy is actually part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we can learn that all in the scriptures when you study, we can learn that the source of joy is God. And the source is unlimited, unending, dinatapos. And joy is something that we can never manufacture on our own. And joy is something that is internal, something that God births in us, something that God can cause overflow. And uh, on the other hand naman, happiness is temporal. Pag sinabing temporal, it's focused on earthly things. Sa mundo, nakatoon yung attention mo. Therefore, it is fleeting because none of, none, none of the things of this world will remain. Everything in this world is temporary. 
lilipas. But on the other hand, joy is something that is eternal. Panalo, di ba? Pag sinabi eternal, sabi sa Colossians, sabi ni Paul, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. As we fix our eyes on things above, as we have that eternal perspective, the Bible promises that joy will well up from within. Galing, no? And I, I like the biblical definition of joy. When you study the word joy uh, and it's in its origin, uh, it simply means awareness of God's favor. Awareness. Ibig sabihin, um, inaalala mo, tinatamasa mo, nirehearse mo sa isip mo, at ine-enjoy mo yung thought na God has favorably disposed His love to all of us. Pag sinabing favor, ibig sabihin ito, approval, generous treatment, kindness that we don't deserve. Now, try to imagine God's favor upon all of us. His love, His blessings, His grace, His mercy, His kindness that we are undeserving of. But He He, he gave this to us anyway. Imagine rehearsing that in your mind. Imagine reflecting that in your heart. The Bible says that joy comes from that awareness of that favor and love that God has given us. And ito yung tanong natin, in light of what's happening around us, are you still joyful? In light of what's happening around us, are we joyful? Or is joy depleting in us? Uh, I like this from the Discovery Bible Commentary. Joy is completely grace-dependent. Therefore, it is circumstance-independent. Joy is completely grace-independent. Dependent on the grace of God that we did not earn, we did not work for, but is freely given to us that we have received. And therefore, it's circumstance-independent. Na posible na mamuhay tayo na may joy, na nag-uumapaw, na ibabahagi natin sa iba. Because it's solely dependent on the grace of God. Now, despite what's happening um, in our surroundings, despite the discouragements, despite the frustrations, despite the cancellations of the events that we are hoping for, we can remain joyful because of who Christ is. Because joy is something internal and it's something that is eternal. Grabe, no? And pagnintindi mo, wouldn't you want to have that in your life? Wouldn't you want to experience joy? Kaya pala si Paul, ganyan na lang, nag-uumapaw yung joy. So, several things that help Paul remain joyful. So, we're gonna look at in uh, these things that hopefully will inspire us. Sabi sa Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. And I like that word advance. Ngayon naman, pag inaral nyo yung origin ng word na yan, uh, the imagery that, that was used is like this. Imagine a group of woodcutters uh, clearing the way through an impenetrable forest for an advancing army. So that Greek word is prokope. So in the olden days, um, mapapadala muna sila ng uh, group of woodcutters Uh, bago, bago susunod yung army, papunta ng war, so that any obstacle, any tree or any forest uh, would be chopped down para tuloy-tuloy yung pag-travel nila. And sabi ni Paul, uh, what has happened to him only served to advance the gospel. Yung imprisonment niya, yung, yung uh, adversity seemingly na meron siya, 
it only provided an opportunity for him to preach the gospel, to advance the kingdom. So maybe to some, or maybe to us, patingin natin no, yung sitwasyon niya, naka-lockdown siya. It's an adversity. But to Paul, it's an opportunity. Paul's uh, lockdown situation is not an adversity. For him, it is an opportunity. Opportunity to testify about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Opportunity to glorify God. Opportunity to honor Him. Opportunity to advance the kingdom. And um, ito yung tanong ko sa atin. Diba? Ano ba yung mga seemingly adversities na meron tayo ngayon in our uh, lockdown situations? Or maybe in the past. Or maybe inisip mo baka ma-encounter mo in the future. I, I pray that we'll be inspired by uh, Apostle Paul, that rather than looking at it as an adversity, we will look at it as an opportunity. And the same way, uh, maybe, honestly, no, kung ako yung nasa sitwasyon ni Apostle Paul, I would be disappointed because I, I, I'm doing my part in, in preaching the gospel, advancing the kingdom, and yet, eto nakakulong ako, limited, nahihirapan. And ako lang yun, no? ganun ako kasalbahay. But Apostle Paul, the, the lockdown situation that he is in, is not a disappointment. For him, it is a divine appointment. Grabe, no? Paano naging divine appointment? Um, let me show a picture of the emperor's uh, elite guards or praetorian guards. I've learned na yung mga nagbabantay kay Paul during his house arrest are the very elite guards na meron si emperor during that time. So, these are influential um, soldiers in the army. Uh, they were given high and special privileges. And yet, around the clock, binabantayan nila, binabantayan nila si Paul. And some scholars would say that um, there are instances wherein there's a specific soldier that will be assigned and Paul will be chained together with that soldier. Ganun katindi, naka-lockdown ka na, na-lockdown ka pa sa soldier. Pero kay Paul, it's not a disappointment. Diba? For him, ting, it's a divine appointment. It's not every day that, that you get an opportunity to be locked or chained to a person of influence. So alam nyo ba, ginawa ni Paul, ginrab niya yung pagkakata na yon para i-preach yung gospel sa mga soldiers na to. Grabe, solid, di ba? Panalosan ka pa. Wais to pre. <laughs> Talk about Apostle Paul, ibang klase. And um, indeed, um, put, imagine this now. Paul wouldn't have preached to them if not for the imprisonment. So to Paul, he is captured in his situation, but he has a captured audience together with him. So ang tanong ko sa atin, who are your captured audience in light of our ECQ in our lockdown situation? Sino yung mga kasama mo na lockdown sa bahay mo? They are your captured audience. Wala silang choice, pero pakinggan ka. <laughs> diba? So don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss God's divine appointment. So the point is this, we can be joyful amidst any situation if Jesus is our mission. We can be joyful amidst any situation if Jesus is our mission. One of the reasons he was rejoicing is because the gospel is advancing. And does it make sense to you? Grabe, no? Um, alam nyo, uh, philosoph- uh, philosophically speaking, there is a part in us that, that wants to be part of something grand, something bigger than us, something purposeful. These are things that uh, we want to be part of and these are the things that we want to suffer. We are willing to suffer for. 
um, to name a few, no? Man, uh, to the students. Well, willing ka, many, many students, if not all, many students are willing to sacrifice and suffer just to have good grades. Diba, magpupuyat ka, di mo matutulog, mag-set aside ka ng marami oras. Diba, para lang matapos mo kailangan mo gawin. And some people, they are willing to suffer for, for their relationships, for that person that they love. Oy, diba? <laughs> willing kang matulog hanggang alas 4 ng madaling araw, makausap lang siya. Willing ka i-sacrifice tulog mo. Yung pala friends ng girl. Alright, sorry. Kinihas, I know. Willing kang um, mag-sacrifice ng something valuable sa'yo para sa mga taong mahal mo. The same way with other people, there are a lot of NGOs, a lot of organizations that are willing to die for, or willing to to sacrifice or suffer for a particular cause. Si Paul, he is no different. Pero what he has is the gospel. He is willing to lay it all as, uh, down for the gospel. Sacrifice everything for the gospel. And guys, uh, this is just a reminder. In this life, you will find something to throw your life into. You will just have to choose. But the question is, are these things worth throwing your lives into? Sulit ba kung ibubuhos mo yung oras mo sa bagay na yan? Sulit ba kung itatapon mo yung buhay mo sa relasyon na yan? Sulit ba kung, kung, kung pagkakatao mo, i-google mo dyan? Paul's reason is the gospel. And for him, it's more than worth it. Um, pag-isipan mong mabuti kung saan mo tinatapon yung buhay mo. Sana ultimately, it is for God and for His gospel. So let me transition to, to another thing that uh, we can learn from Apostle Paul. Paul was joyful because in Christ, he found his ultimate satisfaction. Paul was joyful because in Christ, he found his ultimate satisfaction. Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 to 9 in NLT version, uh, sabi niya dito, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. So prior to these verses, alam nyo, in-enumerate ni Apostle Paul yung resume niya, yung accomplishments niya, yung, yung mga achievements niya, yung mga badges niya, yung mga awards na meron siya, if you may. In-enumerate niya, but sabi niya, in light of who Christ is, these seemingly treasures or good things that I have, I consider them worthless. I consider them Garbage. In another translation, I consider them rubbish. Trapo, basura. Whoa, what a claim. Grabe na. Sabi niya, yes, everything else is worthless compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Whoa, mind blown talaga. And, and to, to make matters worse, alam niyo ba yung origin ng word na gar- garbage or rubbish dito? Ang original word na yon, in Greek, it's the word poop or dung. An animal manure. Hindi ko na itatagalog. Gets you na yun. But nakadiri. Diba? And pasintabi sa mga kumakain. But imagine this. Paul was willing to consider everything. Every good thing that he has. Consider them like a, and look at them like an animal manure or dung. Consider them rubbish willing to lay it aside in order to have Christ in his life. 
no when I when I was looking at this on the paharcheck talaga ako. Ba? Um, having Christ indeed surpasses everything in this world there is because everything else apart from Him is rubbish. Ito yung tanong ko sa atin. Do we consider everything rubbish, garbage, or dumb, or trash in comparison to Christ? How much do we value Christ in our lives? Are there things in our lives that are competing for Christ's affection? Where are we drawing our satisfaction? Alam nyo, ngayong um, quarantine season, marami tayong oras mag-reflect. Marami tayong panahon um, para siguro alalahanin and i-evaluate ano ba yung mga bagay na mahalaga sa atin. How about when it comes to our relationship with Christ? So, sadly, and I'm also guilty of this, sometimes nangyayari opposite. That um, sometimes we'd rather value the things of this world rather than looking at them as rubbish. Minsan, sadly, ouch, tagos, ang tinitrato nating trapo, si Jesus. Sorry, Lord. Guilty rin ako doon. What about us today? Whew. Do we consider everything rubbish in comparison to who Christ is? Where do we draw our satisfaction? Um, I'm reminded of this quote from C.S. Lewis. Sabi niya, if I find in myself this, if I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. And naalala ko si Apostle Paul, na-encouraging mga Philippians that though they are in a Roman colony, Paul is reminding them that they are citizens of the kingdom. Though they are living in, in that Uh, part of the world, they are first citizens of the kingdom. We don't belong here in this world. We we belong to another citizenship. That's why ultimately, our satisfaction cannot be found in the things of this world. There is a God-shaped vacuum or void in our lives that only Christ can fill. Talk about sex, talk about relationships, talk about achievements, talk about riches, money, Fame, all of those things, nothing in this world can fully satisfy. Kahit gaano karami mag-like sa pinost mo, sa account mo, mag-share ng, ng mga tingwit mo, or mag-follow sa'yo sa TikTok, or kahit gaano karami na-achieve mo, o kahit gaano karami yung nag-admire sa'yo, hindi yun yung satisfaction na hinahanap mo na magpupun sa'yo. There's a, a void in us that only the love of Christ can feel. Not even the affection that you get from the people. Those would all fall short. In comparison to what Christ can offer, those things are animal manure. That's what Paul is saying. Grabe no? Cut to dark. So here's the point. We can be joyful amidst any situation. If Jesus is our mission and our ultimate satisfaction, we can be joyful amidst any situation. If Jesus is our mission and our ultimate satisfaction, He is the only mission worth throwing our lives into. He is the only source of true satisfaction. Um, I would like to end with this thought. Alam nyo, I've learned that in the book of Philippians, 
Christ was mentioned 36 times. Paul is simply saying, um, Paul is simply telling the Philippian church that joy is found in a person. And joy can only be found in Christ. Meron ka bang relationship with Jesus Christ? I, I'm talking about a genuine relationship. Hindi religion ang, ang tinutukoy ko dito. Hindi head knowledge or information. Because we can have plenty of information, pero posible na walang transformation. Meron ka bang genuine relationship? Joy depends on Christ. Joy is founded, can be found ultimately in a person. I pray that you will receive Jesus in your life as your Lord and Savior. And to, to my fellow believers, uh, I would like to pray especially to those that you find that your joy is somehow depleting. Kuya, hindi ko, ang dami kong hit ngayong season na to. Ang dami nangyayari. And somehow, there's joylessness. In, I want to pray for you. God can restore that. Nothing is impossible with you. And I want to pray for that joy to overflow that you may share that to others. Uh, but first, pag-pray ko lang yung mga friends natin who would like to surrender their lives to Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Let me just pray. Lord, um, pinagdarasal ko po yung mga brothers and sisters ko na naikinig ngayon. Maybe they are sensing in them as the Holy Spirit is touching them right now. I, I believe that even through technology, you are using um, this moment, or God, to touch them, to speak to them. Nare-recognize nila that there's a void in their lives, or God, and they are trying to find the fulfillment in the things of this world, the satisfaction in the world of offer, but to no avail. But the good news is there is a Lord, there is a Savior by the name of Jesus Christ that can fill that emptiness. And I want to pray for them right now. Lord, would you speak to them, Lord? Would you quicken in them, Lord God? And allow them to experience your love. And if you are that person, I want to challenge you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer, Lord Jesus, I am entrusting my life to you. Simula sa oras na to, kayo na po yung maging Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Punain niyo po ako at paguhin niyo po ako. Hinihingi ako ng kapatawaran sa lahat ng kasalanan ko. Tulungan mo ako, talikuran lahat ng mga kamalian, Lord, na hindi nakaglorify sa iyo. Salamat sa panibagong pagkakataon na makilala ka in Jesus' name. If you just pray that prayer, I just want to congratulate you. You just made the best decision ever. I also prayed that prayer many years ago, and my life was never the same again. But I want to encourage you to have someone to walk you through your, your faith journey. So, I hope that you will be part of one of our victory groups. Uh, I-message mo kami sa Facebook uh, page namin or oh yeah, uh, PM mo ako sa Facebook account ko and um, we will contact you, we will connect with you and uh, help you jumpstart your discipleship journey. Lastly, I want to pray for uh, all the believers. Um, if you are sensing in a way that because of the many discouragements, the many suffering or challenges, disappointments, frustrations that you are facing. Somehow, you are experiencing joylessness. You are experiencing dryness in your walk with God. Your joy is depleting. I want to declare to you um, the prayer of uh, King David in Psalm 51. 
Samyon doon, restore to me, O God, the joy of my salvation. Alam mo, it's never too late. God is able to restore what the enemy or what the, the world tried to steal from us. God is able to restore. Let me just pray. Lord, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters who are watching right now, who are experiencing joylessness right now. I ask Holy Spirit for you to touch them. I, I ask Holy Spirit for you to do a work in them, Lord God, so that um, joy will overflow. Lord, Lord God, hindi namin to kaya i-manufacture on our own. But we want that joy coming from you. Let it overflow. Let it overwhelm us. That we may share that to other people who are in need of you the same way. I pray that you will allow us to see the challenges that we have as an opportunity, Lord God, to be a witness for you as an opportunity to share your love. And I pray that we will embrace that mission and we will have you, Jesus, as our ultimate satisfaction. All for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen.